As you watch this teaching, please subscribe, like, and comment so more people can see this message. Welcome to Home Group. My name is Rick Renner, and we are so excited to be with you. It's me and Joel Renner and Denise Renner. Welcome, guys. Thank you, Rick, and Home Group. Welcome. We're so excited to be with you, and we're excited about what we're going to talk about. We really are excited to be with you. And I have to tell you guys, I read your comments almost every single day. I really do. And if you guys would comment, I'll read it. I really will. I'll read it too. Yeah. It's the first thing I do when I get up every day. I get my cup of coffee. I go to my place where I read my Bible and I read everything on social media. And also, I want to ask you to like this video. You know how we ask you to do that? Because the more likes this video gets, the more this video will be recommended to more people. And people need the Word of God. So please like that video and people will get it. Well, we are offering you right now a free download called Psalm 23rd. The Lord is my shepherd. And I have to tell you something. I don't know if you saw the regular TV program today, but it begins with me in the middle of a bunch of sheep. Those sheep are near our house in Moscow. And we went there with our film crew. And guys, was that a funny day? That was fun. That was really fun. I mean, there I was sitting in the middle of all those sheep. And we learned so much because the sheep didn't know me. And the moment I stepped into the field, they began to scatter until the shepherd showed up. Yeah. Then they, they were, felt comfortable. They did. They were so cute, those little sheeps. And oh my she gosh, I thought they were going to run me over. And those little baby sheeps, sheeplets, I don't know what they call those. I don't think it's sheeplets. But, but I have to tell you, when I was sitting there filming, there was one sheep that tried its very best to push me off that chair. It pushed and pushed. I was like, you're not moving me. And when that sheepdog came through and checked us out and checked us out and laid down. All the sheep kind of calmed down too. They did. Yeah. Anyway, we're this week in the regular TV program and at home group, we're going to talk about Psalm 23rd, which is called The Lord is My Shepherd. And the study guide is free, so please go get it. And you ought to order the whole series. It is such a marvelous, encouraging series. In fact, I have to tell you, it's better than I thought it was going to be. I so enjoyed teaching this looking at all the different things the Lord does for us as our shepherd. Jesus, thank you that you are our shepherd. Amen? Amen. Anyway, you can order these by going to renner.org. And today only, we're offering you Tony Cook's book, which is called The Lord is My Shepherd, The Blessings of an Empowered Life. You can get it by giving us a call or by going online. But please get yours. It's free today only. And... I want to remind you that we're offering you our new autobiography called Unlikely, Our Faith-Filled Journey to the Ends of the Earth. Denise, I just love that picture of you and me. I do too. There, there we are sitting on Red Square. Who would have ever believed it? It's so unlikely. Joel, who would have ever imagined that you would have grown up actually across the street from Red Square? Well, the Bible says God has a plan for our lives. And we don't know the plan, but He does. We just need to follow His steps. And sometimes the plan seems rather unlikely, which is why we call our autobiography unlikely. But right now at renner.org, you can buy this for 50% off. That is a radical discount. And it would be a tremendous gift to give to somebody else. But Father, we thank you so much that we can be together tonight in home group, me and Denise and Joel. Lord, we ask that you be with every single member of our home group. We thank you for the privilege that we can spend time together 
in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, you got your Bibles? You got your notes? I got my Bibles. I got my Bible. I got my notes. And I got your notes. All right, home group, you have your Bible? We believe in the Bible. So go to the 23rd Psalm, and we're going to begin in verse 1. And in Psalm 23, verse 1, the Bible says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Oh, I could just stop right there. In fact, we will. We're going to come back to that in just a moment. Verse 2, He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. I don't know if you've ever experienced the Lord restoring your soul, but He is so faithful at restoring our soul. It goes on to say, He leads me in the path of righteousness for His namesake. Verse 4, Yea, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. And then he says, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. What does that mean? Well, we're going to find out. Verse 5, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Verse 6, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And Denise, I divide this into ten parts. Number one, God's supernatural provision. That is in verse one. Number two, God's supernatural protection. That's in verse two. God's supernatural peace. That's also in verse two. God's supernatural restoration. That's in verse 3. God's supernatural guidance. That's in verse 3. God's supernatural confidence. Oh, praise God for that. It's in verse 4. God's supernatural prosperity. Verse 5. God's supernatural anointing and blessing. That's verse 5. And verse 6, God's supernatural promise. Oh, you missed one. God's supernatural correction. I did miss it. Verse 4. Joel, thank you for helping. That's why we need home group. That is exactly right. But today we're going to begin with God's supernatural provision. So let's go back to Psalm 23, verse 1. Okay, home group, are you ready? Psalm 23, verse 1. Be sure to write your comments. We want to know everything you think about what we're talking about in home group today. But in Psalm 23, verse 1, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Well, if anybody was qualified to write about this, it was... David, because David had been a shepherd. He knew all about being a shepherd, and David knew all about sheep. And I have to tell you, I don't know a lot about sheep, but I know a lot about people. But I decided that I would study about sheep, and here are some things I learned about sheep. Are you guys ready? Ready. Sheep can be slow to learn. They're not very smart. And the Bible likens us to sheep. Sheep tend to repeat the same mistakes over and over and over. In fact, I just saw the funniest video while I was studying sheep. So maybe I showed it to you. A sheep that was caught in a crevasse. His head was down in the hole, like way down there in Did his crevasse. Did you see it, Denise? <laughs> it's hysterical. And the shepherds are pulling this sheep by its legs. Just pulls it right pulls. out of the hole. And the sheep is so excited. It jumps right back into the ditch. It just leaps forward <laughs> headlong, right? Headlong right back into the ditch. <laughs> I thought, that is just like us. Jesus gets us out of a fix, and there we go again. Oh. It's so funny. I think you were looking up sheep videos or something. I was. It, it was so funny. You ought to do that. It's really fun. It was a anyway, sheep can be slow to learn. Number two, sheep can be stinky. 
and unattractive. That's the truth. You know, usually you see these photos of sheep and they're just so soft and they're so cuddly, but when you get out into the middle of a bunch of sheep, oh my goodness, if they've not been cleaned up, they are stinky and they are unattractive. Their beautiful fur or wool or whatever it's called, it's all matted. In fact, I was looking at a sheep the other day when we were out in the yeah. field, and I thought, how in the world do you ever unmat that to turn it into a piece of clothing? It's so unattractive and so stinky. So dirty in the bottom, and yes. the, old, the old wool hangs down, and yes. I don't know, and, and there's the, the earth they stand on yes. is not like green pastures. Uh, oh, my gosh, it's muddy. It's full uh, of their prints. And... And something else. Yes, and something else. Yeah, it was stinky and definitely unattractive. Sheep can be demanding. In fact, when we were filming the stand-up for these programs, uh -huh. guys, you got to see these programs. The stand-ups are hysterical. Those sheep are so demanding. <laughs> In fact, to get the sheep to come around me so that I could film those stand-ups, they had to bring hay and put hay all around me. When those sheep ate the hay and there was no more hay, that's when I thought they were going to push me into the mud. They were demanding, give us more, give us more, give us more. And by the way, God's people can be the same way. They can be pretty demanding. Steep are, sheep are stubborn. They're really stubborn. With each other? They were, they were headbutting each other in, in the background as you were <laughs> filming. Over and over and over again. I was like, what is wrong with these sheep? And that leads to the next point. Sheep are strong. In fact, I saw a video of a shepherd that was almost killed by sheep. Those sheep butted that shepherd so hard, they knocked him flat, they trampled on top of him, and it was their shepherd. <laughs> they are so strong. Sheep tend to go astray and get lost. Isn't that amazing? But really, it's what we read in Isaiah 53, verse 6, which says, All we like sheep have gone astray, and have everyone turned to his own way. My friends, just like sheep can be slow to learn, we as God's people can be pretty slow to learn. Just like sheep can be stinky and unattractive, sometimes our attitudes can be pretty stinky and we can behave in a pretty unattractive way. Just like sheep are demanding, Think of the times when we should have hearts of gratitude and instead we're just demanding more from the Lord or from somebody else. Sheep are stubborn. I tried to help a sheep this week. I'm talking about a person. I have never seen such stubbornness. Sheep are strong. And I'm not being critical of others. I'm telling you, I know I can be pretty strong. And sheep tend to go astray and get lost. And that's what we see in Isaiah 53, verse 6. All we like sheep have gone astray we have turned everyone to his own way. That's why we need a shepherd. And praise God, we have a shepherd. Mm -hmm. And Jesus gave this parable in Luke 15, verse 4. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them? That's because they tend to get lost. Doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it. If we get lost, Jesus comes looking for us. And I want to tell you that God has called us into pastoral ministry, and it's always in our heart to go look for people that we can't find or people that we haven't heard from. If 
If you find that our ministry reaches out to you, it's because we care about you. When we don't hear from somebody and we lose contact, we want to know where they are. We have a responsibility to look for them that are lost. So do you. If there's somebody that hasn't been coming to church, hey, take on a pastoral responsibility. Pick up the phone, call them, check on them. We need to check on each other. But are you ready for this? Sheep are unpredictable. You might think you know what a sheep is going to do. The sheep will end up going in a totally unpredictable direction. Sheep tend to follow the crowd. We saw that when I was out in the midst of all those sheep. One sheep would go in one direction, and all of them would go that direction, not even knowing why they were going there. If one went there, then they were just going to all go there. Well, God's people tend to be the same. Well, and Rick, those sheep, which was so funny, and you're going to see if, if you watch Rick's program, that one would, you know, bah, and then... They would all bah. It's like a choir, and they all follow the one leader who's speaking. Does that sound like They don't us? even know why they're following. Does that sound like us? Somebody says, you know what they say. And well, everybody starts saying it. Well, who is they? Oh, it's uh, my friend. It's one person. Sheep are restless. They are. It's really hard for sheep to rest. But they do rest if they know that they're being watched over by a good shepherd. Sheep are dependent on the shepherd. It's an amazing thing. Sheep cannot take care of themselves. They can't groom themselves. Sheep are so dumb they don't know how to really feed themselves. Sheep are totally 100% dependent upon a shepherd. In fact, they are a very rare category of animal in that regard. Sheep are the same everywhere. It doesn't matter whether you're in Kazakhstan or if you're in Texas or in Australia or New Zealand or if you're in Europe. Sheep are the same everywhere you go. They all behave the same. They look the same. They act the same. Sheep everywhere are the same. But when you come to the 23rd Psalm, verse 1, it says, The Lord is my shepherd. And just like sheep need a shepherd, we need a shepherd. And we have one. His name is Jesus. Jesus. Praise God for Jesus. But when you come to Matthew 6, verse 25, we find that God supernaturally provides for us. Listen to what Jesus said. Our great shepherd said, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not life more than meat, and the body more than raiment? Verse 26. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? You know, one time I was in Tel Aviv. I was writing a book. I was writing No Room for Compromise. I was really tired. I'd been just working so hard. So I went out on the veranda at the hotel to drink some coffee, and I noticed that the table next to me, there was some food left over from the previous guest. That table filled with sparrows. Those sparrows were fat. <laughs> they were just fat. They didn't gather. They didn't spin. They weren't worried but they were very well taken care of. And Jesus says, if God takes care of the birds of the air, don't you think he's going to take care of us? Verse 27, which of you by taking thought 
can add one cubit unto his stature. Worry does not change anything. Verse 28, And why take ye thought for raiment or clothes? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. Verse 29, And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Verse 30, Wherefore if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, Shall he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Verse 31, Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewith shall we be clothed? Verse 32, For after all these things do the Gentiles, pagans, unbelievers seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of these things. Matthew 6, 33, this famous verse, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You know why? Because our shepherd gets involved. He takes care of us. God has been faithful to you. In fact, you probably need to lose a few pounds. Here you are worried that you're not going to have food to eat. You've probably been eating too much. You have a good roof over your head. There are people other places that have it much worse than you. And even if you're going through a difficult time right now, the fact is, the Lord is taking care of you, and He's going to take care of you. And if you look at your past, you will find He has never failed you. He's never failed you. That's why David says in Psalm 37, verse 25, I've been young and now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging bread. Denise, isn't that powerful? Oh, absolutely. David had experience, and he was speaking about it. God is faithful. He's saying, I was young, but now I'm old. And in all my days, I've seen God faithful over and over and over and over again. And we can say that. If you look at how God has provided for you and taken care of you, it's good to just look up to him and say, Lord, you're my shepherd. You're good. Thank you, Lord. I was young. Now I'm older. I'm older. And you have never let me down. That's why Deuteronomy 2.7 in the New Living Translation says, The Lord your God has blessed you in everything you've done. Listen to this. He has watched your every step through this great wilderness. Didn't say they wouldn't go through a wilderness, but he watched their every step. During these 40 years, the Lord your God has been with you, and you have lacked nothing. God takes care of us. He is our shepherd. In Psalm 84:11, David writes, For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those that walk uprightly. That is the promise of God. You can lay hold of it. You can claim it. Look at Psalm 103, verse 2. You ought to look at this one all the time. I read this verse regularly. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. When the Lord is your shepherd, there are benefits that belong to you. Verse 3, who forgiveth all thine iniquities and healeth all thy diseases. Look how he takes care of us. Verse 4, who redeems thy life from destruction who crowns thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Verse 5, 
who satisfies my mouth with good things. That's provision. That's provision, Denise. It's powerful, and, and it's, it's coming out of Him. It's not us worrying about it or stewing over it and begging. It's coming from Him. It is His desire to give us good things. Joel, what do you think about all this? I think it's just wonderful. I think that in the previous verse where David said that he, he's never seen a righteous forsaken nor his descendants begging bread, you know, I, it seems like there's a caveat there to me because he's never seen a righteous person. So he's seen unrighteous people begging for bread and looking, looking to be taken care of. But I think you have to be righteous. You have to seek the Lord. You have to obey the scriptures. You have to be a sheep for that verse to apply to your life. That's absolutely true. It's promises that belong to God's people. Jesus is our shepherd. And listen to this in Philippians 4.19. I just love this verse. I know that you know this verse, but listen to this. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. That is a promise of the shepherd to the sheep. And listen to the RIV. Are you ready for this, guys? Mm -hmm. Here's the RIV. That's the Renner interpretive version of Philippians 4.19. But my God will supply your needs so completely that he will eliminate all your deficiencies. He will meet all your physical and tangible needs until you are so full, you have no more capacity to hold anything else. He will supply all your needs until you're totally filled, packed full and overflowing to the point of bursting at the seams and spilling over. That is really what the Greek words in Philippians 4, verse 19, mean. That is how much our shepherd wants to take care of us. Now, if you're at home tonight and you're fretting, you're wasting your time. Your fretting is not going to change anything. Use your mind. Use your calculator. Do what, you, do what you have to do. Do what you can do. But at the end of the day, the Lord is your shepherd, and he's going to take care of you. You say, well, I've just made a bunch of dumb mistakes. That's okay. That's because you're a sheep. Even if we do dumb things, it doesn't change the fact that he is a shepherd and his job is to help us. It's like that sheep that I saw in that video. I wish I had that video to show you. Stuck in that crevice and the shepherd comes along. That sheep could not get out by itself. It had just stepped into a hole head first. And that shepherd pulled and pulled and pulled and finally pulled that sheep out. And that sheep, for joy, wanted to just start jumping and just jump headfirst right back into the same spot. It is hysterical. And guess what the shepherd did? There that sheep goes again. The shepherd was right there to pull it out of the ditch again. And if you feel like you're in a ditch because of your own stupidity, well, repent for that. But don't forget, Jesus is still your shepherd, and he will put into plan a rescue operation. And if you feel like you've messed up your finances, repent for that. If you've been spending money you shouldn't have spent, repent for that. Repent. If you've not been giving your tithe, repent for that. But it doesn't change the fact that the Lord is your shepherd, and he is going to take care of you, Denise. Well, I've been studying Isaiah 40, 
and it talks about Jesus. It's so amazing because in this chapter, it talks about him uh, holding the stars up, naming the stars. I mean, this is an amazing chapter. You should read it. But then in verse 11, it talks about Jesus as the shepherd. And part of it says, and he carries them in his bosom. I love that. He wants to carry us. I know we should do all that we should do and, and you know, correct ourselves and all that. But we got to recognize there's someone bigger than us, bigger than our, bigger than our decisions, bigger than our determination. It is the hand of God that's on us. And you see it right there. He wants to carry us. He Amen. does carry us in his bosom. Well, we're out of time, but tomorrow night we're going to find out about God's supernatural protection. Tonight we've looked at God's supernatural provision. It's yours, my friend. Just take it by faith. But tomorrow night we're going to be looking at God's supernatural protection. It's going to be so good. But hey, go to bed, sleep well. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed that teaching, please like, subscribe, and comment so more people can see it.